Well, hi, everybody. I'm Rick Dancer, and it is Thursday night. It's our fun night, and we've got some fun planned for you, especially if you live in Eugene, Springfield, Oregon area. Uh, we're going to be taking you to a new place. It's called the Crow and Cart. Um, it's a development there, and you're going to find out. It just opened like a week ago, so you're going to find out all about that. We've also got BS Free MD. These are two doctors. Uh, they're local doctors who do a local podcast, <laughs> and this week they're going to take us very, very deep. <laughs> and I and and so what we do is we promote them so that you can go find their podcast and learn some really cool stuff. They talk with guests and have all kinds of information. And as I said, they are doctors and they're really fun and entertaining. So we'll have a little blurb from them tonight. Also, we're brought to you by Chris Dental Family Dentistry. And Michael was talking to me today and he said it's the end of the year. So it's that time when many of you have probably reached your deductible. So you can go in if you need a crown, you've been having some tooth pain or you need a crown, you can go in and get that done and your deductible is already covered if you have dental insurance. Um, that can work for chipped teeth, that can be for capping, that can be for dentures, it can be for getting your teeth clean, uh, a filling that you know your tooth is cracked and you need to get that done. Now is the time to go get that all stuff, all that stuff done. Um, Brian Miskimmons will be here also with our weather forecast that includes Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Montana. Wherever the weather's interesting, he's going to be covering it. So he'll be doing that for us. And um, what else was I going to tell you about? Oh, Compton Family Wines. Um, this is the last chance to taste their very most popular wines, the 2021 vintage of Pinot Gris from Newton Creek Vineyard is almost sold out and they're going to be testing that this weekend. You can be tasting that out there. Um, also tasting flight, which features orange wines, orange Gustaminer, and also Romato. Um, and if you mention Rick Dancer, you will get a free taster on that. You don't have to pay for the flight. And also you can get $15 off your first two or more bottles of Compton family wines. Also staff pick their favorite wines and details on those wines and why each of the staff, um, why it is their favorite. So you can go in and have a little taste of those. So you'll find out a new wine. And you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. So it is that time you need to start kind of planning what kind of wine you're going to have. And there's nothing better than a Compton family wine to satisfy your needs. Um, let me run Dr. Ratlin's commercial. Then we're going to get right out to our other sponsor tonight um, is actually the developer who develops all kinds of different properties around town. It's J-D-E-V Investments. So J-Dev Investments. It's Jim St. Clair and Daniel Basarava. And they're both business. They take businesses and commercial property and residential property and they renovate it. So if you're familiar with uh, George and Violet's Steakhouse, the Jim's Landing building over in Springfield, they did that. Well, they also just finished their newest uh, development. And this is Crow and Cart. And Kim Stark and Tim Schley and Tina <laughs> join us live from I, Tina. I love tell Tina if she can't hear me. I love the outside of your building. That is so that is so Whitaker. It's very Whitaker neighbor. I really like that. <laughs> you like that? She drew it herself, right? I love I know, that. Tina McGill joined us to talk about her new location. This has only been open since Wednesday, and we're going to get a little tour of the Crow and Cart. Right outside is a food cart, Zandos, and he's actually part of the production here. There's a whole crew working together for food. And tell us what, like, what kind of food do you have here? You can tell us some of your specialties. Okay, so I do sandwiches on buns with a uh, Japanese food, so it's like an American Japanese twist. I got a burger with a chunk and brisket grind, uh, fried chicken sandwich with a uh, 
sake brine cucumbers, pickled red onions, and a pork beer sandwich, which is a pork gula, excuse me, with a crispy fried pork, and then pulled pork on top of that, and then apricot using chutney to bind it all together. And then for vegan vegetarian option, I also have a jackfruit, a pulled jackfruit, which comes in a household katsu sauce, and a slaw with cucumber, red onion, and sushi ginger. That's tough. Wow. Rick's getting hungry. I can tell. Kim, Kim, I have heard so many good things about yeah. this. This is like the sushi burrito place. And everybody, everybody in town was talking about that when I was there. And yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. Was down here too. Yeah. That Thank is you. awesome. Stuff with us. Yeah, we'll be walking around. Coming over. Yeah, you're welcome. So, Jeff will go to the food cart, and then we're going to go see the inside Pro and Cart, which just opened on Wednesday. So, Tina's going to take us in there. <laughs> Giving you guys a tour tonight. All right. So, you can see the outside. It's super cute. There's people. It's busy tonight. It's hopping already. No, I'm very fortunate. And she told me that she didn't really, you know, advertise. She just turned on the beer, and the people arrived, Rick. Imagine that. Beer sells itself. Beer sells itself. So cute. That is so cool. What an awesome spot. I love the decor in here. So was this all you? You have the IBS. Yeah. Isn't it so cool? It kind of reminds me of Montana a little bit. It is so, that is so beautiful in there. So what are they, like, what kind of stuff does she serve, Tina? What do you, what kind of things do you serve besides good beer and liquor? Well, bar, beer, wine, um, Covered Bridge Brewery in Cottage Grove is doing a plain seltzer for us. And we're flavoring that with our own house syrups, uh, mango dragon fruit, a spicy sriracha, a chai syrup or ginger. And then we can also do that in any of our like, vodka soda drinks and trying to infuse natural flavors with higher end alcohol products, supporting local Oregon businesses. Well, Tina, if you can hear me, um, you were telling me you always wanted to have a, a bar called the Crow Bar. Yeah, I just always thought that would be funny. So, yeah, and now I have my crowbar. <laughs> I like that a lot. So you're pretty adventurous for this time in 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 the uh, Tina. For um, in terms of the economy is kind of rough right now. Um, that's pretty gutsy of you to take a stand like that. I think those are the people who survive stuff like this are the gutsy ones. Well, thank you. I hope so. I started um, March of 2020 with this project, so I've been through a few things, so this recession doesn't really scare me too much. All right, Kim, take us around. Okay, so take us. Yeah, we're going to go to the next. Um, are we going to go to the sushi burritos? Yeah. Okay, so we literally go right next door to the sushi burrito place. Hi. Hey, what's up? Just taking a look okay, at your awesome place. Tell us some of your favorites that sell here, because I know you have a couple locations. Uh, yeah, a lot of favorite stuff. Yeah, tell yeah, us what the so, big sellers are. Um, garlic chicken is definitely a really big seller. It's a temper fried chicken, so it's crispy. And then it's sauce and garlic sauce. We make all the sauces here from scratch. Um, we've been in the community here for about 10 years, and I used to have like a fine dining type of sushi restaurant before all this. Um, so I didn't really change anything when I came here. I wanted to still 
have high quality stuff, so we order everything the same. We break down our food from whole and make everything from scratch. And yeah, we're in the community. I'm working here every day and happy to put smiles on people's faces and team up with Tina. And we're super happy to move on from the food cart and be in this awesome spot here. So, and Kim, one, yeah. Yeah. Ask him, ask him how long they've been around. That's the sushi how burrito. Yeah. So, 10 years, the food cart has yeah. been for seven years. Okay. And now we've been here for a month. Okay. So, yeah, brand new here. But right. he has the other locations yeah. too. And then we got a, a place on the land that's been there for about over four years. The That's location. an awesome place. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love so that. Have, um, everything is burrito, a bowl, or um, a salad, and the burritos are made with this green seaweed, so it's a little softer to chew through, um, and we were like one of the first five places in the world making sushi burritos. Um, when I started making them, um, I feel like they invented themselves kind of because um, we were trying to find some quick service item to make, and uh, with sushi, people order a bunch of little tiny items, so you kind of, the goal is to force people to order one item, and since people love rolls so much, it only makes sense to make a bigger roll. And so um, we started doing it in 2013, and uh, we were the first in the Pacific Northwest doing it. So we've had a lot of time to experiment and stuff and learn and move forward. And um, we have a burrito that has tempura fried bacon in it and spicy tuna. We use organ and albacore tuna. It's really good. And that's one of my favorites. It comes with the maple sriracha on the side and like crispy fried bacon in it. But then we also have like uh, the samurai. A lot of people love. And it has uh, ahi and albacore tuna sashimi and fresh salmon sashimi. And it has a ginger pickled cabbage and then seaweed salad, cucumbers, and some crispy wontons, and uh, a sweet wasabi sauce on the side. Wow. Also, there's a, a, you're not going to shortage that here. There, so. That's a lot of ice. <laughs> two hours. Yeah. So, wow. so Kim, Kim? Yeah. Kim, yes. so look, so is, is this like, so the, since I'm not there and our audience isn't right there, so is this this is like a little building with like a little mall kind of and with space. Like a little mall, yeah. Four different, well, three food locations, and then we're gonna go show you one more that's an aquarium location. But this, all three are connected. Okay, so this is uh, JDev's Investments Development. So they redeveloped this property. What a beautiful spaces. I mean, you know, you you're down there in the wit, and you walk in and you feel like you're in downtown Portland or something before it got trash by it is it's really yeah back yeah previous portland it's really cool right on the outside i know i don't know if it's doing it justice and then there's one more that she's going to be adding in the back too it's a super cute little log cabin looking truck food truck that's coming and that's going to be like chicken and roasted chicken and potato food truck so there's going to be lots of options so you're going to show us outside right you'll show me that okay so you guys this is another little restaurant there that they're putting in and kim already showed it to me there's taco Bell right across the street I remember this space. Yeah, see, that is so cool. And then Pipe's Aquarium uh, is where we're going next. This is what well, we want to see the inside because you said it's so cute. So not not doing food now, but onto the fish. One last little plate. Okay, this is not fish to eat. <laughs> yeah. So there's the what building. Right there. Oh my gosh! So cool. Hi. Hey, Whoa, wow. Our signal's a little weird, but you can see it. You can get the idea. Oh my goodness, so cute. So they have pretty much everything you could need for your aquarium. 
looks like in here. So if you guys are looking for a quarantine, okay. look at that. The space is so that's really pretty. Look at the so he's saying it's specifically freshwater and what else? Uh, with plants. With plants. Yeah. And so tell us about this, because I'm not an aquarium person and I need to know. What is all this stuff? Um, driftwood is a piece we use in the aquariums to make uh, structures for the plants to grow and the fish to hide in. Wow. And it's really pretty. It's very pretty. Mm -hmm. Is driftwood good for aquariums? Like, yeah. is this something that just works well in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it provides oh, it's the fish driftwood. Okay. Some, some fish chew on it, for example. How cool. Yeah. So for, you say specifically freshwater. Yeah. Um, do you do stuff for salt water or just it, you stick it? So this is, and are they easier to maintain? I would imagine. Um, yeah, but it's just, you know, we think of them like gardens almost. So there's plants and there's fish and there's lights and it all kind of works together to make an ecosystem for the fish. So cool. Mm -hmm. So this is all about freshwater fish and all sorts of, if you want something for your tank, it's going to be here. This is yeah. so cool. Who would even know that's there? I, I didn't even know. Right. That. What and what a what a pretty place! I mean, it's really I think neat. If you, want a, if you want a gift for Christmas, I think I would go here instead of PetSmart to get something pretty for your fish. I'm just saying. Well, I would agree. So, Kim, can you show us that little log cabin building too? Yeah. Okay. So one more. This is next to. Um, you have to be there. This is really in the back. Cool. Yeah, it's behind really cool. the restaurant. Can we, we go through this way, right? Yep. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, you guys, we are live in the wit, and we're having little signal issues here now and then. Kim and Tim are down there with Tina from, she just opened her new place called the Crow and Cart. Um, it's a bar. Um, and then they have food carts and other things like that around uh, where you can get food. And they're really like a sushi burrito and really cool stuff. Oh, this is the building. No, we're going through her building. So see you guys, this is like a little mall area. It was all renovated by um, Daniel Basarava and Jim St. Clair. There, see, look at that, right there. How cute is this? That so is so cool. Potato, uh, this, this is where she said that they're gonna open. How, how soon until this opens? We're hoping within the next two weeks. Oh, so pretty soon here. Yeah. This You would not think this is a food truck. Okay, this is that is so cool. And what are they gonna serve? So it's gonna be, go ahead. Roasted chicken and potatoes. Oh, 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 oh. oh look, it's you, Rick. <laughs> oh, I didn't look. know you were on there. Yeah, well, they called and asked if they could use my likeness, and I said, sure, as long as I'm holding a bag full of spuds. <laughs> you're, you're used to it. You're used to it. So there you so, go. And this so is Tina, Montana right here. So cute. So, Tina. Yeah. So how important is it for you to have this complex so that you, because you are serving one thing. I, what I really like about this kind of business model is you're doing one thing and everybody else complements each other's different aspects of your business. So you become like a little family of businesses yeah. and entrepreneurs need people like that, don't they? Yeah. I, I mean, I really do feel like we are a little bit of a family. Um, it's really nice to have those people who are small business owners. We can support each other and help one another out. Um, whether it's ordering in bulk together and getting the big guy discounts for the little guys or, you know, just by sharing our social media. Also, you know, crowcart.com for the website. Subscribe to our email. Look us up on Facebook or Instagram and we'll be in touch with you every day that way. So are you pretty day after going? You've been waiting a long time to get this going. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just, yes. you, know, you know, but here's the deal. Tina is an expert hoop jumper. 
she can jump through hoops now <laughs> like nobody's business, you know. And and so you've learned the technique and and how is um because I haven't been there for a while. So the wit is still like the the little priceless piece of Eugene, isn't it? It is. It is. It's a great community and it's it's growing, but I think slow growth they're really protective of their identity down here in the wit and it's nice to integrate ourselves into something some, a, a community that cares about what's going on well tina thank you for letting us um see everything and for those people who don't know people are still asking where is this where is right down in wit on the wit on blair mm-hmm. and right across the street is taco Vor. and right. also, there's a really good little coffee shop right next to taco Vor, and i can't remember the and name glass house yeah glass really good coffee so okay. that's and then um and obviously just so people know pisces aquarium does not supply fish for any of the restaurants <laughs> these, are, these are fish for pets <laughs> that's right that's yeah. right. We just so, we want to make sure that as they work together with it's not that close together <laughs> <laughs> their, their fish are a little too small to make the burger. yeah there you go kim <laughs> Kim and T- Kim and Tim. Tim's behind the camera. And Tina, thank you for being here. We want to thank our sponsors also, JDEV Investments, Jim St. Clair and Daniel Basaraba. Basaraba. <laughs> I love that name. Oh my gosh. This is so nice. When you come back into town, you're coming here. This is yeah, so oh, I, you know, that place right behind you. I, it looks and that sushi burrito, all of them look really good. Yeah. Plus, I should get a free potato just because they're using my face. With your spuds? Yeah. Yeah, you'll get I, back. Buds and a beer. Okay, Kim. Hey, hey. Have a good um. Have a good weekend. All right. Bye, you guys. All right. See you later. Thanks, Tim. Bye, Tina. Thank you. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's what and that's what um J, JDEV Investments does. They go in and buy properties, and then they fix them up and develop them so that we can have really cool things like that in their community. Um, I, I love that whole idea and that whole concept. And we really like having them on as sponsors. And once a month, we're going to be doing another one of their businesses and what they're doing. So we'll be covering that all the time. And um, we told you about um, Compton's Family Wines. They're doing their big special this weekend. So you need to get out there. Um, Chris Daniel Family Dentistry. Um, let's run his ad real quick. This is Dr. Michael Bradley from Chris Daniel. Just because we live in Oregon doesn't mean we have to accept this crazy left-wing ideology the rest of our lives. We don't have to succumb to CRT, gender identity indoctrination, and out-of-control homelessness, crime, and so on. We can actually make a change, and it starts with the next election. Right now, it is our responsibility to make sure that those who share our same values are elected in November. Make sure you and everyone that you know actually votes. We can and will take back Oregon. Um, Hey, as long as we're talking about news items, I just had something come over my feed here. A federal judge has struck down uh, President Biden's student debt relief program. Um, I haven't read any more of it, so I don't know what more is on that, but uh, it's something we're checking out. Um, Obviously, it says a federal judge strikes down a student debt relief program. So we'll have to find out more about what that is. Now let's check in with the doctors. And I want to warn you, um, we're going deep on this one. Uh, Their topic this weekend is something that most of us don't really like to talk about, let alone do. So here's May and Tim, BS Free MD podcast. You said that you wanted a teaser. So, (laughs) oh boy. Yeah, so... uh, yeah, um, I have a problem where my colon is trying to kill me. So every five years, I have to have a colonoscopy. So I had number four on Tuesday. So that was Elect- a, happy election. Day. It was election day. Tim got yes. to cast his vote. 
and yes. cast yes. his colon. So to the just wind. like Dr. Oz, I took it up the ass on Tuesday. <laughs> oh. um, Funny. Ooh. Funny. Ooh, Did he? Boy. Yeah, he lost. He lost to essentially Frankenstein. Yeah, but that's a completely Ooh. different story. <laughs> and we won't get into I, uh, And why are we talking about this? What happened to your colon? Because our episode this week is, might save your life. It's all about it might save your life because we talk about who should get screened for colon cancer, mm -hmm. how the screening goes. And then we even bring pictures after my it's unbelievably good job at prepping myself. It's called show and tell of my minty, fresh completely cleansed colon look at that kids well and i absolutely lose my yeah, mind do, talking actually. about the the covid restrictions at the at the uh as usual holy moly he goes please off. wear your mask even if you're in the room by yourself because we are a group of insane people so that's bs free md they do a podcast every week um, we help sponsor them they help sponsor us and we want you to take a look at them. Everybody that watches them, that comes sees them from our program, just loves what they do because they're fun, but they also give you really valuable medical information. So that's another thing to be uh, weary of. Now, what's the weather doing out there? Well, um, we've got about 12 inches of snow, Brian. I don't know what you ended up with. We got about 12 inches of snow. In fact, the UPS man just the other day, he stayed at the top of our hill. We're kind of on a hill about like uh -huh. Kind of like what Mark has in Polson down to the okay. house. So it's like Which that. I'm actually, I'm actually there right now. But are you? Well, yes. Well, this guy drove down the driveway and then he got stuck. He couldn't get back up, so he had to bring it in our driveway, chain it up, and then haul ass up that hill to get mm -hmm. out of here. I felt bad for him, but I thought I think next time you might want to walk. <laughs> so last a week ago, yesterday we got our first snowfall. My first big snowfall was November 2nd and I was driving to work and you know what time I drive to work in the morning. It's early. So I got in and it hadn't started snowing, but then I had to come back into town and then had to go back out around seven, just six forty-five, seven. 7. So it transitioned from rain to snow. And in that hour, it had accumulated about two inches of wet, sloppy snow and everybody was caught off guard. There were people all off on the highway and ditches. And I, had this hunch, Rick, I call it the weatherman hunch if you want to. And I put my studs on the Saturday before, and I'm very thankful I did because wow. well, you, know, I you are a weatherman. You kind of, yeah. if you're, if you're the one who's in the ditch, I think people go by, it's kind of a snicker snicker. And then they look at you and go, that guy's not a very good weatherman because no. he can't even, you know, no. I mean, you kind of yeah. have a reputation to uphold and we appreciate. Yeah. So, so Brian is, originally from Oregon. I mean, where, where I know him from, he was a, a, a weatherman in Portland, Oregon on the TV there. And yeah. now he's in Wilson, Montana. So he's doing weather for us to give you whatever's the most interesting weather from Oregon to Washington, Idaho, Montana. And right now in Montana today, it finally stopped snowing. It's been snowing steadily <laughs> and it's like 12 degrees and that's, yeah. and that's warm. It was like balmy today. Yeah. And and then but now tonight the sun came out and it was just absolutely beautiful. I mean, it looked like a picture postcard. So what so can are we you guys clear tonight then? Are you like yeah. currently at Townsend? Are you clear? OK, so you're going to go probably this is just a guess. I have not looked at Townsend in particular, but I know you guys are out in the open prairie. I'll bet you you're a solid 10 degrees below zero by morning. OK, that's my guess for your we area. 
we've been, it's that's the forecast. We've been in like minus seven, minus eight, minus nine. So yeah, um, yeah, we're so we're probably we you know normally on a Thursday night we you know do a, a a nude lap around the house. We just take up all of our clothes and run around the house. So tonight we probably won't do that. We'll just we'll, we'll hold back on that. <laughs> <laughs> the things we couldn't get away with on television, now we can, right? <laughs> yeah, and we couldn't get away with that in Montana or in Oregon either. Hey, no. one other cool news item. Did you see that the governor of Montana, I don't know if this is our, our Christmas gift or what, but he's mm -hmm. he, today he had a press conference. The biggest tax cut in Montana history is coming to taxpayers in Montana via they're going to, because the budget of excess and that kind of thing. And I was laughing to my wife because I said, that never happens in Oregon. It's like, oh, there's more money, shove it away somewhere and we'll start another program. And it's like, I was thrilled going, okay, I had the election non-wave, non-red wave blues, but now I feel better because I'm getting reimbursed some money. So I really like my new governor. Oh, he's great. I and you know, and he the credit to the and it, it's across the aisle. They have done a good job here in Montana of managing their budget. And and I was actually I was only able to catch snippets of that press conference today, but I did see they're reinvesting some of it, which is great into some infrastructure and stuff, but also giving us hardworking taxpayers a kickback too, which is phenomenal as well. Um, so, Rick, now that we've uh, talked about all the news and everything, tell yeah. people what's going to happen. So for you and I, really, Montana is continues to be the bullseye. You know, typically uh, in weather, it traditionally goes in cycles. You'll see maybe a 10-day, two-week cycle of colder temperatures, and then you'll see a 10-day, two-week cycle of warmer temperatures. I just actually just a little bit ago refreshed all of my maps, and I was very curious to see, you know, how long we're going to be in this cold pattern here in Montana. And really... So we've been in it now for about a week. We're, we've got probably a solid another week, possibly two weeks of below average temperatures heading our way all across the northern Rockies. So it's going to continue to be below normal temperature-wise over the next several days. Also, some waves of moisture working their way through. Now, over the next 24, 36, 72 hours, not a lot. Now, Sunday into Monday, we're going to see what we call a northern clipper drop in out of the north that's going to give us a slight chance of some light snow across the northern Rockies, but also reinforcing shot of cold air at the same time. Heading into next week, right now, the time frame I'm watching for the potential for a more impactful storm, similar to what we saw yesterday, not as big as in terms of accumulations, would be Wednesday into Thursday next week. And that would be a reinforcing shot of Arctic air and also some more accumulating snows for the Rockies. Shifting gears over to the West Coast, over for those of you in Lane County, as well as uh, Benton County, and of course, up north, Multnomah, Clackamas, Washington counties, and all counties in between for Northwest Oregon and Central Oregon. We're talking about an area of low pressure spinning onshore coming up later on tomorrow into Saturday. So if you if your football team, your high school football team still in the playoffs, and then it could be a very wet Friday night, especially for, say, Lane County teams. Uh, we have an area of low pressure that's going to spin up. It's mostly going to stay off the coast, but could definitely spin up some showers later on tomorrow into early Saturday as you go uh, Friday night, Saturday morning. Now, the one thing I did was watching closely because we've been below normal temperature-wise is to see if we could pull any cold gorge air, say, Friday night into Saturday into the mix Everything I'm looking at right now keeps it as rain, even the, the valleys. I know earlier in the week, we were seeing some snow levels down to about 300, 500 feet earlier in the week, especially for the northern Willamette Valley. 
don't think that's going to happen tomorrow night into Saturday, but don't be surprised if it lands just right Friday night, Saturday morning. If you don't see a little bit of wet snow mixing in as that storm system stays offshore and pulls a little bit of a cool continental drift over from the Columbia River Gorge that would be going into Saturday morning, but nothing major. Beyond that, ridge of high pressure is going to build in for the West Coast, and we're talking about quite a bit of sunshine heading into next week. And of course, this time of the year, Lower sun angle means a lot more morning fog. So uh, morning fog and afternoon sun going into the routine as we go into next week. But uh, temperature staying at or a little bit below normal for much of the Pacific and inland northwest. Did I lose you, Rick? Oh, there no, he is. No, that didn't sound bad. I love that. I, I don't miss the fog living in Montana, but I no. do miss those beautiful days. It's, you know. It, it's just like when we like today when it got sunny finally here we just went oh yeah this is yeah. so awesome even though it's cold it's just nice to see the sun i don't know if you can depict it but we're getting some very light snow flurries here and that's we get that it's just a lake effect snow band and it's very very light i mean it's super light it's a flurry every you know 30 seconds but it was coming down a little heavier earlier today so if you're around the flathead lake region the next couple of days that continues to be a possibility of some lake effect snow. So we actually haven't seen the sun. I can't remember the last time we saw it. It's been several days, <laughs> but uh, that's that's the difference of Western Montana versus Eastern Montana. Right. You know what I like about um, the snow here is in Oregon, what, what, what's interesting about the snow in Oregon is that there's a lot more snowflakes in Oregon. <laughs> They're big, you know, the big snowflakes yeah. in here, everything's like almost crystallized, like just little, but it's yeah. stacked up, but it, you don't see those big flakes coming down as much. So can anyway, I, can I give you a plug? Can I give you a plug for if you don't, if you're not going to get a snowblower? And yeah. now this one is this one's called the True Temper. But can you see the size of the blade on that thing? Oh, sheesh! Yeah, that thing. I don't own a snowblower, Rick, and that's why because I just get behind that and I run, and I get and I and we have a we have a two car garage, but a, it's a. So the driveway is two car, but then it you could actually fit like two to three cars in the actual driveway. So you could fit one car and then another one behind it. So it's a huge driveway. And I just push that. I push all the snow off with that and it works phenomenal. It's called a snow blade. Highly recommend getting one. It's a little bit more expensive than your standard snow shovel, but does a great job. My wife got, I got her this one that has a back. It's like a, an arch in it. So that you don't hurt your back because you, yeah, it's ergonomically. Straight. Yep. So I have the flat one and she has the other one, but I'm always in here working and she's out and, I'm, and I took some video the other day. Somebody goes, do you make your wife do the, all the snow stuff? And I go, no, you don't know my wife. She loves that. She goes out there. That's like a hobby to her. You know, she's having, she grew up in Ohio. So this is like a, so she's been shoveling snow like crazy as part of her workout regime, I think. Oh, it's great. And there's nothing like some fresh air, even if it is 10 below. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brian, thank you. We will see you next week. Have a good weekend, my man. Hey, you too, Rick. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, All right, again, that's Brian Miskimmons, um, great guy, a friend of ours from Oregon. But now uh, he came to Montana first and showed us the way, and his father-in-law is a really good friend of mine, too. Um, hey, you guys, that wraps us up for tonight. So we want to thank our sponsors, Chris Daniel Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome. Be sure to get in there by the end of the year to get your old, if, you're, if you've met your deductible, now's the time to get that crown, that split tooth, whatever it is that's bugging you, you need to get it done. Also, BS Free MD, check them out on the Spotify, Apple, any of the regular you know, podcasting things. They will entertain you, but they also educate you. Compton Family Wines, um, great wine, and they're always on the weekends, are open from noon to five on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
And if you get a tester, say, say Rick Dancer, and they'll give it to you for free, and you can get $15 off first two bottles of wine or more. Um, and also JDEV Investment, Jim St. Clair and Daniel Basaraba. Uh, these are guys who go in and renovate and change old properties and make them into something new and different. Um, tomorrow, I have a special show that I'm going to air uh, for Veterans Day. Met a gentleman here in town, Roland Heaton, and he's a super cool guy. And we've got an interview with him that'll air at our regular time, five o'clock in Oregon and six o'clock here in Montana. He's a wonderful man and it will air. I won't be here, but it will air um, in place of anything else. So you can find that on there as well. And then we'll be back next week with a whole lineup. Remember, Monday is the Rick show where we're just going to you guys ask me questions. We're going to talk about whatever's on my mind and what's on your mind. And then I have a rancher from Montana, Denise Thompson, seventh generation farm that they have a ranch. Uh, she's going to come and talk about some of the issues facing ranchers in Montana and probably Oregon as well. And then I have a really good friend named Jennifer Knapp and her husband's Rick. They left Oregon. They retired in Oregon, friends of mine from Oregon. Um, they bought a motor home and they're traveling the country and they're having a ball. They're retired and they're having a ball. And so we're going to catch up with them somewhere on the East Coast and they're going to um, talk with us and tell us about their adventure. Maybe inspire us for some people are kind of going, I don't know what I want to do because of the election. And you know, maybe it's time just to take off for a while, go do something fun. So they might give you a, a insight into how that works and what happens with all right. I will talk to you tomorrow. Share this on your page so other people can see it, too, because Facebook doesn't always like us. <laughs> We're not everybody's cup of tea. See you later. Good night.